You are Locked On Broncos, your daily podcast on the Denver Broncos, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker of Predominantly Orange, your daily Broncos podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of the Locked On Broncos podcast. Today's episode of the show is brought to you by my bookie, Bruce Brewery, and Vivid Seats. It is your Locked On Broncos pregame show in light of the Broncos kicking off action this evening against the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL and at Lockdown Broncos. I'll be doing some live tweeting, covering the show, and immediately following the Broncos Chiefs conclusion. We'll be doing a post-game report that will be available for you guys to listen to extensively on Tuesday on your morning commute to work or wherever you are. If you work in the night shift, you're just getting home, we're going to have you covered with the Lockdown Broncos post-game report, recapping the entire game from the Broncos-Chiefs matchup, and it's going to be a, a tough game. It's going to be a tough game for on the Broncos' side of the ball because when you look at it, coming into this whole entire game, the Chiefs' offense and Patrick Mahomes right now are playing phenomenal football. They're, they're 3-0 and coming into this game off a big victory against the 49ers, a really an offensive explosion. Patrick Mahomes has displayed why the Chiefs are very fond on letting Alex Smith go and trading him away this offseason. So for the Broncos, this is going to be a matchup that is predicated on adjustments. And this is something that the Broncos haven't done very well, and that's putting it lightly. They haven't done that very well to begin the season, especially against Seattle, against Oakland. You know, maybe a little bit of adjustments here and there, but overall, when you go back to the Baltimore Ravens game, the Broncos have struggled extensively in making adjustments to the things that are absolutely hurting them. So I think for Joe Woods and the defense, this is going to be a very key game. I have the utmost faith in Bill Musgrave and his offensive game plan and what he wants to do for the Broncos against one of the, you know, Kansas City's defense, which gives up a lot of yardage, a lot of big plays per game. They give up a ton of explosive plays. So why not really empty out your playbook here? See what you can do. See what kind of matchups you can draw. Get Emmanuel Sanders free. And this is going to be a very big game to analyze. So on today's episode of Lockdown Broncos, we're going to take a look at the injury report, taking a look at some of the guys that may be out, some of the guys that are doubtful, some of the guys that are questionable, and then we're going to also take a look in segment number two, some of the storylines heading into this game, kind of predicating off the AFC West matchup that these guys have had over the last couple of years, and just, uh, you know, I, I want to talk about this whole rivalry between Chiefs fans, Broncos fans, and the whole argument about Super Bowls and things like that. We're going to talk a little bit about that here, and then in segment number three, we're going to give you our keys to the game for the Locked On Broncos post-game preview. We're going to have it here. Pre-game show, Locked On Broncos. Like I said, my bookie, Bruce Brewery, Vivid Seats, our sponsors of tonight's show. So let's jump right into it with the injury report in segment number one. Taking a look at the Broncos' side of the ball, a ton of question marks right here. Tremaine Brock. Now this is something that really kind of bothers me a little bit. Tremaine Brock was listed as he's pro- he was listed earlier in the week that he was be more than likely to go this week for the Broncos with a thigh injury. Well. 
He didn't practice on Thursday, Friday. He was limited on Saturday's practice, and his game status now for the game is doubtful. It is very unlikely that we will see Tremaine Brock play. And this is this is going to hurt because the Broncos are very thin at corner depth right now. So Adam Pacman Jones, he was listed as questionable as well. He is expected to participate in tonight's contest against the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and more so, I think uh, you really can't match him up on a bigger guy. This is going to be an interesting matchup for the Broncos and Joe Woods in determining who's going to cover, you know, Travis Kelsey, who's going to cover Sammy Watkins, who's going to cover specifically Tyreek Hill, who is the most dynamic, the most dangerous threat, in my opinion, that the Chiefs have because of how fast he is. Chris Harris Jr. spoke to the media this week, said that Tyreek Hill is one of the fastest players he's ever seen on the football field. And when you watch him play, he is very, very scary. So that's going to be a very interesting thing, given the, you know the Broncos depth right now. I, I think going into this game, the Broncos really have to do some press man-to-man coverage here. you got to be able to get hands-on wide receivers. We'll talk about that in our keys to the game, though. But Tremaine Brock, Broncos going to be dealt a big blow to the secondary with some depth with him being out. Expect to see Isaac Yadam step up quite a bit in absence there. So the Broncos are going to essentially roll with four corners going into this game. Have to hope the guys can stay healthy. Now, obviously, we, we knew the news last week. Unfortunately, we heard Jake Butt tore his ACL on his left knee. He is out for this game. Very, very uh, rough move unfortunately you know for a guy that's been working his tail off to get back obviously from a torn ACL on his right knee that he suffered in his last bowl game in college now he's got to go through it all over again this is third overall ACL tear and right now when you look at it for a guy like Jake Budd man the odds are absolutely stacked against him in terms of coming back and having a career but he's so determined very very determined he had a great message on Twitter that he sent out to all the fans and as well as the doubters so looking forward for Jake Butt to get back into it you know going through the kneehap thing I can relate I've torn my ACL it's rough and it's very mental and it's very physical as well so Jake Butt obviously not in for this game as well Shelby Harris he was a limited participant in practice on Thursday and Friday with an ankle injury but he will be completely ready to go in this game and then another guy questionable but he's more likely probable to go Pac-Man Jones thigh injury maybe I think being out of shape a little bit and, and kind of getting thrown in not being into game steep uh, really kind of put him into a bind there against the Raiders and so he's got a little bit of an injury here so I think the Broncos are they're going to be okay Pac-Man Jones though you can't match him up against a big wide receiver because obviously size is a big differentiating factor we saw that happen against the uh, you know the Oakland Raiders even the Seattle Seahawks with some bigger receivers you just can't cover them it's hard cover for Adam Jones Case Keenum He's listed on the report with a knee injury. He's been a full participant, something that's been bothering him the last couple of weeks. He should be good to go. Now here on the next injury report here for the Broncos is inside linebacker Brandon Marshall. He's got a knee injury. He was limited Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, usually because of his veteran status there. Despite him being limited, the Broncos are okay with playing him, even if he didn't have a lot of time to practice this week. However, I am going to say it right here. Don't be surprised if you see on the starting lineup tonight against the Kansas City Chiefs, if you see Josie Jewell starting opposite of Todd Davis. That was a great combination. The Broncos actually had more success on the field with those two. Brandon Marshall, with his knee injury and with his level of play right now, might find himself losing his starting spot to Josie Jewell. And that was something I predicted in one of my Hot Take Tuesdays several months ago. This is something we're going to keep an eye on over here at Lockdown Broncos. So Brandon Marshall, questionable for the game. 
Jane Ray always on the injury report, that wrist injury. Obviously, we all know he had that injury stemming from that surgery. He had full participant. He's going to play in this game. And then questionable guy here, a big guy that could help out in the Broncos nickel and dime packages, DeMonte Thomas, who could be that cover dime backer. He's got an abdomen injury that kept him out last week. He was limited Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. He's questionable for this game for the Broncos here. But if he can't go look for Will Parks, and Will Parks kind of got banged up against the Ravens, a little bit of a concussion protocol. So, Really, you got to have DeMonte Thomas. He provides a great value for the Broncos on special teams. But this is your injury report for the Broncos side. Now, really taking a look at the Kansas City Chiefs side of the ball, the only guy that the Broncos, I mean, the really only guy for the Chiefs at this matter who are relatively healthy in a lot of ways, you look at it, he's probably not going to play, and that's Eric Berry. They, nobody knows when Eric Berry's going to play for the Chiefs again. He's got a little bit of a heel, an Achilles injury that's going on right now. He's doubtful for this game. Everybody else that is on it is full go, and that includes D4, Terrence Smith, Justin Houston, Demetrius Harris, Jarvis Jenkins, Ben Neiman, Derek Nadi, Ron Parker, and Spencer Ware. These guys are all ready to go, and the Chiefs will be fully healthy coming into Denver when the Broncos and the Chiefs kick off on Monday Night Football. So that's your injury report for segment number one. Let's talk about Brews Brewery. Now, Brews Beers, the founders have had a long-standing love for the fine artisanal beers of Belgium. Both of them have traveled extensively in Europe, especially in Belgium, where the finest handcrafted beers are a national passion. Now, Charlie and Ryan met at a Belgian beer tasting that Charlie was conducting, and the rest of it is in the glass. After years of preparation, their dream of a true Belgian-style brewery being in Colorado is now a reality. Brews Beers, they offer a wide selection of year-round seasonal specialty brews, including sour and cask-aged beers and special limited releases. They are dog-friendly, which means you can bring your dogs with you inside and outside of the venue, and they have a dog food menu to keep your dog occupied while you're enjoying a 100% Belgian-style beer. At Brews, quality is king, and only the very finest ingredients are used to produce small batches of truly authentic handmade beers. These include Belgian malts, hops, spices, fruits, and a diversity of Belgian yeast strains that ensure superior quality that doesn't compromise your beer. And despite economic realities, they refuse to rush a brew. And some of those beers take as long as three years to fully mature. They believe the results are worth it, and I believe that you will as well. The Brews Crew is dedicated to providing you with the freshest, highest quality Belgian-style beers in Colorado. So come on by and join them for some great beer. Mention the Locked On Broncos ad and Brews Brewery on the podcast when you go in and guess what your first beer is on the house courtesy of Lockdown Broncos I want to thank our guys over there at Brews Brewery for that once again this come by mention the Lockdown Broncos podcast and the ad and your first beer will be on the house they're located at 1675 West 67th Avenue Suite 100 in Denver Colorado at the intersection of 67th Avenue and Petco Street that's 1675 West 67th Avenue Suite 100 Denver Colorado Pecos Street and 67th Avenue. That's the intersection. Tell them the Lockdown Broncos sent you as well. And today's episode is also brought to you by MyBookie, where you can make bets. Uh, Let's talk about this for a second. MyBookie, they are the absolutely best premier one-stop shop when it comes to reliable sports betting. And they offer you, the listener of Lockdown Broncos, a variety of amazing features where you can make your money today. You can make live in-game bets and even bet the over the under on how many fantasy points a player will score. How many fantasy points will Emmanuel Sanders score? You can bet on that with my bookie. 
Now, my book either slammed with new bettors, and they want to give everybody the best service possible and the best chance to win money. So if you're willing to make a deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits of over $100. Do that tonight with the Broncos and the Chiefs game on Monday Night Football. So join right now on my bookie. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar, and you can all do this by using promo code LOCKEDON25. That's one word, LOCKEDON, the number two, the number five, to activate this very special offer today. So visit my bookie online. That's my bookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON25. When you create your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play, and if you're willing to hold on until 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can get an extra $25 of free play by using promo code LOCKEDON25. It's up to you guys. You play, you win, and you get paid with my bookie. All right, jumping into segment number two here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. In your pregame show, the Broncos getting ready to take on the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, ESPN. Big game there. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. I'll be live tweeting the game, and we'll be doing a live Lockdown Broncos postgame report that will be in your audio libraries on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio on Tuesday morning when you get ready to go to work. We're going to keep you covered. We're going to get you to work. We're going to help you get through work, and we may just help you get back. Back from work as well. And then we got a locked on Broncos, locked on Jets crossover show scheduled for you this Wednesday with John Butch, co host of Locked On Jets. Big, big matchup for the Broncos who have to stay at home this week for Kansas City. And then they got to go on the road this Sunday to play the Jets. Another Eastern time zone game. What's going to happen there? We'll have you covered with the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Jets crossover show. So, some storylines heading into this matchup that I really wanted to talk about. We talk about the Broncos defense really struggling. I, I, I think when we go back and, and we look at the, the secondary, we don't have guys like Aqib Tlaib anymore. The Broncos don't have those guys. They have Chris Harris Jr. They have Bradley Roby. But outside of that, you know, really they're struggling. Even Bradley Roby, Chris Harris Jr., they're not having their best years right now. And a lot of it is you can tell by going back and watching film, it is seldom that the Broncos play man-to-man coverage. The Broncos go mainly a cover three or a cover four base defensive package. When you go in the NFL and you're playing some speedy guys, I mean, the NFL is a product of speed and physicalness from when you look at running backs. Like, for, let's take Kareem Hunt, for example. He is a dynamic tailback out of the backfield, but he's also very physical where he will run through people. The Broncos in this game, when you look at it on paper, they're very overmatched in a lot of areas. The Broncos' best option this game right now on paper must be in special teams, and it also must be utilized on the offensive side of the ball against a Kansas City Chiefs defense that gives up a ton of yardage, a ton of points week in and week out. The Broncos' offense cannot continue to have those moments where they sputter. The Broncos, if they come out of this game, and if they go drive, 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 their first three or four drives, if they end in punts with no points, the Broncos will not win this game. It'll be very, very tough for the Broncos to come out on top because Kansas City in their offense with Patrick Mahomes, who's lighting up the NFL scoreboard this year, who's got you know prolific wide receivers in Tyreek Hill. You got Sammy Watkins. You got all these guys. You got Conley as well. You got Travis Kelsey at tight end. You have Kareem Hunt out of the backfield as a tailback. They have a lot of options on the offensive side of the ball. And Andy Reid in this time of the year is particularly really good. And his biggest gripe is that during the post season he can't really get it going there so this is a storyline we got to follow here on lockdown broncos because it's essential and we'll talk about some of the keys to the game here in segment number three coming up in just a few moments but going back and, and kind of watching a film on kansas city this week I, I think it's very interesting at 
what Andy Reid has done with Patrick Mahomes and really unloading the playbook for the Chiefs right now early on in the season. We didn't see much of it in preseason, which I think was that was planned for. I don't think you know they wanted to show their full hand early on. However, heading into this game, the Broncos now have film on Patrick Mahomes. The NFL world now has more film on Patrick Mahomes than they previously did. You got a few weeks worth of games here. You got last year's game. You got a couple preseason games. You can't get much out of preseason matchups because you don't see the full kitchen sink that teams throw out there with their quarterbacks. So you can't really take into consideration a lot of those. You can, however, compare some of those offensive formations, those offensive sets, compare it with down and distance. Scouts do this. The NFL coaches do this. They break it down by down and distance. Strength side, uh, you know, depends on the time limit in the game and, you know, how much time is left. Are they driving? Are they doing a two-minute drill? A lot of these things, Broncos coaches can compile this film together and put it together for a pretty much a scout package for, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's our game plan this week for the Chiefs when they come into town. Here's what we're going to look at when their offense is on the field. Here's what we're going to look at when their defense is on the field. They do a lot of this stuff, and this is just normal in the NFL process, but you really have to look at this matchup for the Broncos, and some of the storylines is Patrick Mahomes versus Von Miller. Can Von Miller at this point get to Patrick Mahomes? This is going to be one of our keys to the game that we're going to talk about in segment three, but one of the storylines here is can the Broncos slow down the hot scoring offense? offense of the Kansas City Chiefs and there a lot of this rides on some of our keys of the game but you cannot allow receivers especially guys like Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey who are very speedy to really extend to the top of zones if you run zone coverage your chances are you're going to get beat because with the team like this has the speed and size and physical ability and just the dynamic athletic ability that Patrick Mahomes possesses to be able to run the ball and keep it himself and just how big of an army has you can't run zone because he's going to dice you up and cut Now, I talked to former Broncos safety Nick Ferguson. He's a coaching intern for the San Francisco 49ers, and and he made a very interesting point. He said, you can't sit back in zone coverage and let Patrick Mahomes just go to work. He said, that's how they gave up a lot of points last week against the 49ers when they played. And really, they held them to three points in the second half when they started going a little bit more man coverage here. Now, you go back and you watch that film and you kind of factor in with the the Chiefs defense that, okay, well, they were playing at a point where they were up pretty big, so they're going to play with a bend but don't break mentality. They're going to kind of take off the aggressive nature of their game plan a little bit to avoid guys getting hurt. I get that, but overall I, th- I think the Broncos best chance in this game is to have maybe a big play on special teams and and to get several stops in key situations on defense but more so you have to make the most out of your offensive possessions in the red zone you cannot turn the ball over you cannot find yourself backed up onto your opposite 50 and you can't find yourself punting every drive if the Broncos do that it's going to be a long night but if the Broncos can convert and score points on drives and have more efficient drives than they do drives where they have to punt it away the Broncos can have a great chance to win this game but if you go four consecutive drives like they did last week with punting you are not going to come out on top it's just too hard against a very good team like Kansas City right here so um one more thing before we get to segment three some of our keys to the game I was talking about it you know on Twitter you see all these Kansas City Chiefs fans coming out the woodwork look I get it they're having a lot of success right now they're a very very good team don't get me wrong don't get me wrong about that at all but really well I don't understand the gist of Chiefs fans talking a lot of smack when really their last Super Bowl was years ago way 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 long ago the Broncos have had more Super Bowl appearances more obviously Super Bowl wins and in more recent history 97 98 2015 
And the Chiefs haven't had that. The Chiefs haven't even barely got out of the first round of the playoffs. So really, I don't understand where Chiefs fans come into the regular season with this very arrogant talk. You know, they're a hell of a football team. Don't get me wrong. And I know a lot of good Chiefs fans, but I also have been seeing a lot of Chiefs fans talk very, very crazy. And I don't think you can do that because you really haven't won a Super Bowl. You don't have the right to talk. The Broncos have won Super Bowls. They have the right to talk about history. They've developed it. Now, this is going to be a tough game. And the Broncos got to do a lot in order to come out on top of this. We're going to talk about that here segment number three coming up in just a moment in our keys to the game on the Lockdown Broncos pregame show right before the Broncos and the Chiefs kick off tonight. Monday Night Football on ESPN. With that said, we're also brought to you by Vivid Seats. And we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being out there in the crowd to cheer the Broncos on. And you can do so as well with Vivid Seats. You can attend the concert, the show, or the sporting event of your choice at a great price to you. Vivid Seats are the top source for tickets for all live events that you and your family want to go to. You can sort them out by price, or you can look for seats in certain sections or certain rows of your choice. And to make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo for new customers to receive $20 off of orders that consist of $200 or more to save even more money. All you got to do is go to the App Store or the Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. And every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts to the biggest games to the hottest movements in theaters and more. Vivid Seats has it all for you and your family. So download the app, enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off of orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime for you and your family and let them help you get to your favorite live event. All right, segment number three coming up here is our keys to the game for the Broncos if they want to come out on top against the Chiefs. The Broncos set to kick off action tonight against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football in Denver, Broncos Stadium at Mile High. Hope to see you all there. If you're not going to be there, we'll live tweet it here at Cody Work NFL, and then we'll follow it up with a post-game report that you can have on Tuesday morning on your commute to work. So let's get right into it. I don't want to spare any punches right here, but the Broncos, if they want to come out on top against the Chiefs in this game, I'm going to give you a couple keys to victory here. Now, the Broncos' defense, you have to be aggressive. You have to be aggressive early and often. From the moment that your defense takes the field, you have to dial up a game plan to generate pressure on Patrick Mahomes. You cannot play zone coverage. Show the Chiefs from the very beginning that you're going to come out and try to punch him in the mouth. They have to play press man coverage. They can even disguise it a little bit. So at this point... You have to be, you have to mix it up. You can't sit back, play eight yards, 10 yards off the ball, and hope that you can make plays against a speedy guy like Tyree Kill or even Travis Kelsey. Zone defense leaves a lot of holes across the middle of the field and in different areas of the field that Patrick Mahomes and, quite frankly, NFL quarterbacks are picking up on for the Broncos right now defensively. You have to let Von Miller have a chance to get to Patrick Mahomes and make a play. Let the pass rush get there as well. And the best way to do that is be physical as a defensive backfield. As your secondary, you got to be aggressive. You got to get hands on guys and reroute them. You have to do this in order to generate time and pressure. Zone defense is all based on recognizing the reads and throwing it to the spot that's open. And Patrick Mahomes can really do that. And he's going to look to go deep. Don't be surprised on the first series if Patrick Mahomes looks to unload the deep ball to Tyreek Hill or even a Sammy Watkins on play number one of the game. The Broncos also have to do a very good job of covering the screenplay with, obviously, Kareem 
Kareem Hunt out of the backfield. This is going to be a pivotal matchup for the Broncos defense. And and going up against one of the NFL's hottest offenses, one of the best teams right now in the NFL, if the Broncos can do this and come out on top, they can solidify to the world that they are not a joke and that last week's performance against Baltimore was not the Broncos team that everybody's accustomed to seeing. The Baltimore might be pretty good. We'll have to see. But going back, and, and another thing, on the offensive side of the ball, convert third down percentages. The, the Chiefs are pretty good uh, in terms of generating pressure on opposing quarterbacks. The Broncos offensive line has to give Case Keenum time, but Case Keenum also has to do a better job of not holding on to the ball longer than he should have. Throw the ball away if you have to. Do not force it into tight windows. The Chiefs will mix, will mix it up with a lot of disguise coverages. You're going to see probably a lot of cover two, some cover two man or some cover four where they play a soft coverage underneath. Case Keenum cannot feel the pressure to try to thread the needle into tight windows. If he does that, the Broncos at this point will have a hard time moving the ball. You have to utilize the equal balance of the run pass game. It's going to help that Philip Lindsay is back for the Broncos this week. No suspension for him, but having him and Royce Freeman as your primary one and two tailbacks in this matchup, you have to find a way to utilize it. And look for Matt Lacoste to step up for the Broncos here tonight on Monday Night Football with a loss of Jake Buddy. You have Jeff Hireman and you have Matt Lacoste who's had a phenomenal preseason for the Broncos. Now he's got to carry it over into the regular season and the receiving core you cannot have drops on on critical second downs or even third downs Cortland Sutton look for him to bounce back and have a big game this could be the game that we've finally been talking about where we see Cortland Sutton break out for a dominating game can he do it against some of the smaller inside guys we'll have to see but Bill Musgrave will utilize all of his weapons to pick up the the best matchup possible for the Broncos to come out on top in this game. More importantly, make the most. Obviously, special teams, you have to be special. Do not suffer a turnover or a blocked punt or a blocked kick or even a bad punt that gives Kansas City great field position. You have to utilize. And and more importantly, don't punt it to Tyreek Hill. I think one of the game plans this week for Tom McMahon and Marquette King is punt it to the sideline to where it goes out of bounds, but do not punt it to Tyreek Hill because he is the most electric returner right now in the National Football League. If the Broncos can do this, I guarantee you they can have some success. They can have a shot to win tonight on Monday Night Football against the Kansas City Chiefs. AFC West Divisional Rivalry game. Huge, huge matchup. And we're going to have the post-game report for you tomorrow evening. Tomorrow morning, actually, for your drive home. We'll have you covered with all the latest recap, injury report, what we hear from the coach, as well as the game balls on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Broncos. I'm your host, Cody Work. We'll be back tomorrow for the post-game report on Locked On Broncos. We'll see you here on Monday night.